0: On the U Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I am joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, how's it going?
1: It's going great. A day after uh, signing day.
0: Yeah, very, uh, very lively signing day.
1: <laughs> yeah, very lively. Yes, as as Manny Diaz said, peculiar.
0: Yeah. It was more like a National Coaches Introduction Day for for the Hurricanes. Right. Um, we got to talk to, yeah, we got to talk to all four of Miami's new uh, defensive assistant coaches. We will talk about them in the second half of this episode. Uh, but it was also the first time we got to talk to Manny Diaz since the bowl game, um, and obviously a lot has changed since then. Um, I, th- I think the money quote from yesterday was, uh, "quote I'm going to be the defensive coordinator." Um, if there was any doubt about what exactly his role would be, it's, it's more than being just the defensive play caller. It's, he's going to be the guy in charge of that whole side of the ball. Um, what, what did you think from hearing from Manny yesterday about what his plan is uh, for the defense next season? Well, he's, um, he's, you know, he
1: didn't talk too much about other coaches, yeah. you know chipping in on it, with it or whatever, but uh, he made it clear that defense was his baby. That's, that's his expertise, and, uh, you know, uh, that's why he came there in the first place
0: mm-hmm. to
1: Miami before he became a head coach, and that uh, that he feels responsible for what happened this season. As they went, they just got much worse in the defensive categories and that he's the one that is going to fix it. He said he's going to fix it. And uh, that he said, you know, the one thing I think all of us were wondering about and the fans too, understandably is, you know, can do that and still, you know, have a handle, a total handle on the, on the team, because there's a lot to being a head coach. And he made it clear in his opinion, he can do it all. And, uh, part of the reason is because he because he said he'd been there already as a head mm-hmm. coach two years so a lot of the kids already you know got to know him and know how he works and what he expects and um, and he feels very confident and secure that that, is, that it'll that it'll work out and that a lot of coaches well I know I, I shouldn't say, I don't know how many but they you know a, a, enough coaches are call plays but but a lot of them are offensive coordinators yeah uh, so you know you talked about that a yeah i mean mark rick um, did that
0: and miami didn't really have mark an offensive says, coordinator when mark rick was here for better and mark, for worse
1: exactly right yeah and what you say is true i mean that was the, the last year mark was there the last season we everybody asked every week are you thinking about getting an offensive coordinator? You, th- you know, so um, you know that was that got to be a problem, right? Awesome. Uh, so uh, well, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, he's he's a good, I think he's a really good defensive coordinator. Um, I do wonder myself how much it's going to take him away from the everyday things. If there's a crisis, if there's yeah. whatever, how stressful that's going to be.
0: Yeah, so a couple things stood out to me uh, from what uh, Manny talked about yesterday. One was the presence of Todd Stroud, who obviously uh, you know was a good defensive line coach for them last year, uh, I guess the last two years. Um, moving him to an off-field role—I can't remember right now what his title is—but um, as Manny put it, like he's going to be able to handle kind of the off-field administrative duties. Remember, he was hired originally to be chief of staff before Jess Simpson left, and there was an opening at defensive line coach and Miami, moved him there. So so that's a big reason why I think this is possible. Um, I think it's notable that they hired Bob Shoup as an analyst. Um, you know, pretty big-name analyst, as big a name of an analyst as I can really remember Miami having uh, recently. Uh, kind of in the mold of, like, what Alabama and, you know, some really Alabama is kind of the template for um, – getting former coordinators, former coaches to be analysts. Um, I think that gives Manny, you know, it gives him another guy to kind of delegate some of his responsibility to potentially. Um, And then I think just the presence of Rhett Rhett Lashley makes this all possible, right? If, If they didn't have an offensive coordinator like Lashley, who, you know, I think we joked sometimes last year that it, sometimes it felt like he was the head coach. You know, when they were on offense, he really basically was like, the head coach of the offense, he had it seems like had full autonomy for coaching or personnel decisions. Obviously, he's the play caller. Um, you know, the offense is totally his scheme. It's you know nothing. You know, it's not like Manny Diaz came in with a uh, an idea of what kind of offense they were going to play. And, and the fact that Rhett Lashley, I think, um, really commanded total respect from the offensive side of the ball in one year. Even in this weird COVID year, where you know they, they weren't, it wasn't like they could spend a ton of time together, um, the fact that he was able to command the kind of respect opens this up for Manny. Where he, you know, I don't, I don't know uh, if it's going to work out, I, but it made it possible.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, everything you said is true. I, I don't know exactly what kind of administrative things you know Todd Stroud will be doing. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think what you said makes sense. Um, we're just gonna have to see. We're just gonna have to see mm-hmm. what happens when he gets when he delves into it so deep.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the story I wrote this week ahead of signing day was kind of it was about the recruiting department, and I, I talked to Andy Vaughn, the director of player personnel for it. And I, I don't think I used this quote in the story, but. I kind of just asked him about the size of the off-field staff because it really, you know, it's like double right now compared to what it was when Manny first got here between, you know, the recruiting department that now includes Mike Rumpf. Um, at, we mentioned Bob Shoup. We mentioned Todd Stroud. Obviously, Ed Reed as chief of staff. Um, and the, right. the thing Andy Vaughn said was, you know, I asked basically, like, is this just what everyone's going to do? Is this the trend? Everyone's trying to copy Alabama. Are they, is everyone going to try to have a ton of guys off the field? And he said... They're basically, you know, it's like the way any business would work. You, you want to have as many people who could specialize and just kind of focus on a, a small amount of tasks as possible. So, like you said, I don't know exactly what Todd Stroud's duties are going to be, but he's a guy that Manny Diaz is going to trust a lot to kind of oversee whatever those tasks are. I, I think Manny, he's never, except on the defense, he has not struck me necessarily as like a micromanager. Um, and I no, think, he, and he said... Yeah. He said that. He's, he's said a micromanager of the defense, clearly, because that's why he went over back over to that side of the ball. But um, just in terms, of, you know, he knows his strength. He's going to let everyone else do what their strengths are.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I and mean, he said he's a delegator. He also, you know, he's, he definitely has made it clear that he's the guy on defense. Yes. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think that's a positive sign. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's a good, put it this way. It, c- it couldn't go on the way it was. and Right. Uh, I, I think it's a good move until proven otherwise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, on paper, player. it makes sense. Again, like, I think if we heard he was going to call offensive plays, like, assuming he was like an – like, if Rhett Lashley goes in two years and is coaching Iowa and their offense stinks his first year and he's like, I'm going to go back and call plays, like, no one would bat an eye. Um, it's just the defense. It's a, it's more unusual for a defensive coach, and Manny raised a good point. Most coaches kind of are offensive minded at this point um, in college football. Right. Most head coaches. Um, so it's just a little yeah. bit more unusual to hear a defensive coach doing this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think again, like you said, on paper it all kind of makes sense. You know, would they be better off having a big time defensive coordinator? Yeah, it's possible, but you know, they're that clearly wasn't wasn't available to Miami. Um, you know. And it's notable, like, does anyone on the defense even have a co-defensive coordinator title at this point? I mean, maybe maybe Traverse Robinson winds up with it. I think they, I think Jess Simpson is a guy maybe. that internally or, or just in the college football coaching realm, I think people view Jess Simpson as a guy who down the road could be a defensive coordinator because he's like, you know, a legendary high school coach. But for now, I mean, it really sounds like it's going to be all Manny uh, on that side of the ball,
1: and and also uh, and Jeff Simpson now is the kind of interesting. They I, assistant, you know, head coach, the right? assistant
0: head coach, right? Which is, he had that yes. title the first time he was here too. Uh, yeah,
1: I get, I think so. But but you know what? Todd Stroud had it last year.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's so, so that's of, it, I, you I can. Mean, t- it, it's kind of the job for the guy that Manny like trusts for like administrative stuff. Like obviously he does with Stroud. Um, you know, given that. Like, that's what he's made his entire job into. And I think Jess Simpson, because he was such a good high school coach, um, you know, that, that's a big program he was running at Buford. Like, he's he's kind of got right. that head coaching mentality, um, which I think could help, you know, on that defensive side of the ball. Man, he wants to run as much as possible, but he is going to have to find, like, his couple guys he trusts. And, you know, DVD is young. This is basically his first time coaching. Um, Jonathan Packe is young. This is you know, his first coaching job he's had, um, Jess Simpson and, and, um, Travaris Robinson. And I guess Travis Williams too, who was what a co-defensive coordinator at Auburn. Like those are guys that he could potentially like trust if like, you know, if he's called over to the offense, like any one of those three guys have experience of like running a defense basically,
1: which I yeah. think will help. True. Uh, yeah, it will help. Um, he have kind of veteran guys, some veteran guys matched up with some younger guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think all of that will help, and um, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, to Manny's going to be. If we thought he was hyped before,
0: you know, yeah.
1: he's really going to be hyped up these games, don't you think? Yeah, he's going to be. I just, you know, somebody who was it that asked. I, maybe it was Tom, D'Angelo, D'Angelo asked um, about...
0: From the Palm Beach Post. uh,
1: From the Palm Beach Post. About, he was talking about halftime, you know what I mean, on game day. Oh, yeah. How that would work, and I think Vanny was talking about, well, they're going to just have to, when things have to change, you know, like during the game, when he's focusing on the defense and stuff, what if yeah, you know, other things have to be discussed. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's so. where I think, like, having those veteran guys will come in. Like, if he has to, you know, deal with something on the offense at halftime, like, you know, just whatever, whatever it happens to be, you got to have, you know, Travaris Robinson has a lot of experience as a defensive coordinator. Like, maybe he's got to be the guy who kind of, like, gives the speech or whatever. Like, there, there's going to be – he's going to have to – he has to trust his assistants, and that's why it's so important that he – I think really improved the coaching staff this offseason, I really over the last two years by Francis. getting Lashley, True. who, getting Travaris Robinson, getting Travis Williams, and, and getting Jess Simpson. I think are all, you know, guys who are like on the upswing as coaches, and like you know, we all think Fred Lashley is going to be a head coach pretty soon. Um, you know, Travaris yep. Robinson has been a defensive coordinator. Um, Travis Williams was a co-defensive coordinator as a young, up-and-coming guy who. You know, I, I think is probably on that defensive coordinator trajectory. Same with Jess Simpson, who was you know for, working for the Falcons last year. Like he could easily be a defensive coordinator somewhere in a couple years. So he's got good people around him. Um, and I think he had, you know, obviously like Ephraim Banda was good. He's a defensive coordinator at Utah State now. Todd Stroud was really good. Um, like he had good people last year, but I think it's just a, they upgraded a couple places on the fringes um, by getting T Rob and. Uh, travis williams in the building
1: definitely i i mean they're these these new guys really have uh some strong upbeat yeah uh, energetic personalities.
0: yeah Let, let's and, take a quick break and then let's talk about them because they I, I enjoyed talking to all those guys yesterday all right we are back um Let's start with Travis Williams because he's the one we have not talked about at all on the podcast, and I think he's the one who, out of everyone, like really hit a home run during his intro press conference yesterday.
1: Oh gosh, yes! Oh, he was great. Um, funny, he could. <laughs> he was. He was. Um, he was trying to hold back at some point. Uh, he was so enthusiastic. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And. In fact, I, I just, you know, posted a story. He's a rapper. Yep. And, um, I just, I just, just now posted a story about him, about him rapping. He's prolific. He's really, really, really talented. And, um, you know, and I said, uh, that we sent the UM rap coming for Alabama. And, you know, a couple of people, I asked him about it and someone else asked him about it and, you know, how he got into it and stuff. And, um, and, you know, it, and I asked him about Alabama because he's from Auburn.
0: Yeah, played at Auburn, coached at Auburn.
1: Auburn, yeah. Yeah, was a star at Auburn, and, I, you know, that's where he came to UM from just now. And Auburn people hate the Crimson Tide, hate. And, uh, you know, he, <laughs> I asked him about that, like, I think it's uh-huh. just so ironic that they're starting out with that. You, I'm starting out with Alabama, and he really played it down, man. Yeah. He really kept it cool. You know, we well, it's it's a long t- time from now. We just got to take it day by day. And Alabama, you know, respect them so much. They're national champions. They're the. I mean, I, I could just see all his all the guys at Auburn now laughing if they were if they read his quotes. Yeah. Um, uh, but just a, what a great personality! And then, and then after that, he couldn't. He, he just kept going on and on about how psyched he was
0: to be at the U. Yeah, he, like uh, we couldn't get him off the call at the end. He just kept. Uh, I, could you tell Cam
1: was, Cam was like, "Oh, okay, well, thank you very much."
0: <laughs> yeah, Cam Gorby, the uh, the PR guy, probably. He was fired up. I mean, he he his energy is like infectious, like legitimately. Um, you know, he told us the first day he got in that linebackers room. Um, he had all the linebackers. First of all, he told all the linebackers, he walked in the room. He said, there's a, there's an all conference linebacker in here. Uh, he, you know, basically trying to instill that confidence in them that one of them can turn into an all ECC guy. And then he had them all write the name of their favorite, like legendary Miami linebacker on the, on the board. So that those names will kind of be there all year as reminders. And, um, actually Tom green from al.com, uh, like retweeted my story yesterday about it and said he basically did the exact same thing when he got to Auburn. He told all the linebackers right. like there's an All SEC linebacker in here and uh it panned out for them. They I think he at the time he arrived there he was Auburn's most recent all first team All SEC linebacker and you know he developed the next one when he was there. So, you know, everyone sounds good in the introductory press conference, but he's obviously got the track record too and and you can see uh- yeah, like why guys great. love playing for him?
1: Oh yeah, I mean he's uh for sh- for sure, and he ha- he has a very very good reputation. Yeah, I mean he's I mean, very good he linebackers ever...
0: coach. here. he's been a very good recruiter. Um, yeah, you can see he's like a like another young and up and coming coach they have on this staff.
1: Yeah, I I'm kind of excited to to be able to deal with him and and see what he does with the linebackers because. The linebackers really uh, need
0: help. Yeah. To me, I know T-Rob was the one that got a lot of people excited early on because, you know, he's got the recruiting yeah. chops. He's, you know, went, went to Coral Park, I think, you know, from down from here in South Florida. Um, but just given what the linebackers, you know, there was a position in flux last year and um, they, they didn't – you know, they had a disappointing year given – uh, the status of the position, I kind of feel like he's the biggest addition they made.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Uh, I, I, and you know what, all these guys um, seem—they seem to get along. Yeah. I uh, one one thing I have to say about Manny Diaz is he usually, although this. This year, maybe who knows what happened in the past year. I don't know with the, some of the coaches leaving, but mm-hmm. I, but how you know you could definitely understand Bonda going to become Ephraim Bonda, a, a defensive coordinator. Yep. But maybe he was kind of resentful in a way, you know, or I, I have no idea. i he's such a great guy. Yeah, and and that might not be true at all. But I, it just seems like Manny Diaz's coaching staff really uh, really gets along
0: well. Yeah, and T Rob and T Will are like they played at Auburn together, I think, right? Like they they've got a connection going way back.
1: They have a they have a, a, yeah they're close and uh, uh yeah I mean all, all all their guys their their offensive coaching staff you can't guarantee yeah you, you know he's such a great guy I mean such just it seems like everybody is really 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 uh, um. Yeah. personable, and, you know, that's important, the chemistry stuff. I think between
0: coaches, that's yes, really important. Yes, definitely. Uh, I guess we should throw this in here. Just, What do you think of Blake Baker leaving? That was, uh, kind of seemed to happen really quickly.
1: Yeah. Um, I I think it was a natural, because...
0: He'd basically been demoted.
1: It's, L- it's LSU. That's his place, right? Yeah. And he had basically and, been demoted
0: um, at Miami. Even if, yeah, you know, I don't think, it's not like he was getting a salary cut or anything, probably, but, you know, he was, he lost his play-going duties.
1: Definitely demoted, and, yeah, and, and, I mean, you know, and the, the fans were brutal. I understand that. That's yeah. the way it is. And uh, um, he, he kind of had nothing to gain, you know? He yeah. He's demoted, and, I, you know, he wasn't going to get it back. He was never going to give a, and, and it's LSU. Yeah. It's not like it's a minor program. Right, right. I think he's, he's from there. He's from there, right? See, he, or, uh, that's, or that's where he coached.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he, was he was a Louisiana Tech with Manny. So, like, it's yeah, Louisiana. he's from the area. Yeah.
1: Louisiana, and, and I think, uh, one of the, I think during his presser, uh, this past week, somebody asked him if he would have stayed there or something, um, They asked it in a weird way if he were, you know, if he were the defensive coordinator, because he still was technically the defensive coordinator because they didn't change his title. But he said, "Yes." he said he would not have left Miami um, had it been for anywhere but, but like, at LSU, that there's no way he was leaving. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I, I just, I don't think he was... Leaving to go anywhere. And and did it catch Mandy by, by surprise? Probably
0: not. Yeah, I think? mean, they, they got T Will pretty quickly. And I mean, it was kind well, of, you know, maybe a little bit of a passive aggressive move by Mandy to pull the play calling duties and know that maybe, you know, maybe, maybe Baker was going to be on his way out. Because again, they just needed some new life at linebacker. Um, it clearly did yeah, not work last first year. year. All right, we're going pretty long on T. Will. Let's let's bounce around the rest of the coaches. We've obviously talked about most of them, but just your first impressions of uh, T. Rob.
1: T. Rob, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a really good mentor for um, DeMarcus Van Dyke.
0: Yes, definitely. uh,
1: DeMarcus is now the new cornerbacks coach, and T. Rob has that new title of defensive backs coach as opposed to you know before with Efron Bonda being the safeties coach mm-hmm. right so um and and Mike Ruff being the cornerbacks coach yep I mean it's, it's obvious and Manny said it too uh that you know T-Rob is the kind of like the big boss yeah over the knees he's a Kind of like being a defensive coordinator, and then whatever. I, it, he's definitely in charge, and it, and I think he's gonna he's gonna teach Demarcus as they go. I mean, Demarcus to me, that's the one uh, the one interesting. I, I don't want to even say question mark, but kind of the one area where you know you got to keep an eye on.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Demarcus is a great guy. I really like him. I covered him. Yeah, we just
0: don't know what he's like that. as a. Co- we don't know how good of a coach he is. He's coached one year at a junior yeah, college. Mar- yeah,
1: exactly. So yeah. I think, and, uh, so um, I think T Rob is. It's but if they didn't have T Rob, they wouldn't have two
0: like Demarcus Van Dykes. Yes, I agree with that. And if and if they didn't have uh, if. T Rob wasn't DB's coach. I don't even know if they would have Demarcus Van Dyke as cornerback's coach. Like, if they still just had, like, Ephraim Banda as safeties' coach. Like, I think it helps that see Rob is a guy who he has been a defensive backs coach, so you can tell that's what he likes to do. He likes to work with all the the entire secondary kind of as a cohesive unit. Um, but, you know, if he was just the safeties' coach, like, I don't know how I would feel about DBD, um, you know, basically getting that oh, promotion. Yeah. Highlight of the of the.
1: And and, and David, the other thing. uh, Well, no, no,
0: no, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I was was thinking about something else. Yep. Uh, Highlight of the interview session was probably T. Rob saying he couldn't get uh, James Williams to answer the phone when he was uh, trying to recruit (laughs) him to South Carolina, and now he's like, "Up now, you you got to answer now." Yeah, right. Now he's got the last laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: that was kind of funny. Uh-huh. I, I thought the
0: highlight was the end. Yeah, the end, T. Will, <laughs> you're saying? Just like not not getting off the phone? He kept going. Yeah. Then he kept going saying
1: he wanted to see us from now on, you know, put yeah. on the video screen or yeah. whatever, put on the uh, in the Zoom session. Because yeah. half of us don't put it on and, ha- and a few of us do. Yeah.
0: So. And T. Rob, another guy, You, I mean, another guy with a really good reputation as a recruiter. And you can see why because he's got that personality. He's not the same as T. Will, who's like super... Exuberant, but he's you know, still the very personable. Got got all the stuff you look for in a guy who theoretically should be a good recruiter. Um,
1: yeah, he wasn't, as, he. You're right. He was not. I mean, I don't know these guys. That was the first time. Yeah. I talked to him, but he wasn't. He, he you hit it right, right. What I was thinking. He was not as exuberant uh, to us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um,
0: yeah, a little more serious, I would say.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Which probably, so, you know, he's Jeff been coaching Simpson, a long but time. Jeff
1: is, what was
0: that? He's been coaching a long time, whereas T. Will is still really a young guy in this business. Yeah, yeah. he is. But but
1: Jeff Simpson um, is very uh, hyped up. He's kind yeah. of a hyped up, and he always was. Well, when he was here before, he was too pretty exuberant.
0: Yeah. Um, before we talk about Jeff Simpson, do you want, do you want to? Just, we talked to DVD. Obviously, you know DVD really well. What did you think talking to him in his new capacity yesterday?
1: He's he's excited.
0: Yeah. Like, you can kind of tell this, like, it was kind of what you were just talking about. Like, he's ready to learn, basically. Like, he, you don't, you never want to have a position coach who's learning on the job, but, like, you have to sometimes. Like, and he's, I I like him. he's
1: He's pretty word is always used but he's very authentic to me yeah like dvd he is what he is I, he's just a, a a nice friendly tells you you ask him something and it you know he tells you the truth um i don't know how long that lasts as a coach mm-hmm. but um he's uh he, he was he was funny i you know he was tweeting i don't know if you saw some of his tweets afterwards yeah he's saying that people we're telling
0: him that he talked too fast. Or, yep. or, yeah, yeah. I think he's like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Yeah, it's really the first, like <laughs> really like the first interview. He's like formal interview in this se- session. He's or in this, um, you know, in this format. He's done since probably yeah. he was an NFL player, right? Like,
1: yeah, he's done. He's done some radio interviews. Yeah, um, but nothing,
0: nothing yeah. like a press conference kind of deal. So,
1: yeah, but, he, uh, but yeah, but as a Right, exactly. True. Yeah. I, I, as a player, he he did a lot of interviews, but he's um you could tell he's excited and fresh and um uh and wants to learn. And he he he, he said right out that he was going to uh, Mike Rumps mm-hmm. uh, and, and he's like a big brother to him. Yeah, and that um you know he's it's weird that they kind of swap jobs and um and that he's you know, he's taken the advice. By the way, I, I don't know if you were gonna like segue into Mike Rumpf. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but um you know Mike Grump now is the assistant director of recruiting yeah. and that's the that's the job they just swapped, D V D and Mike Rumpf swapped jobs, it's yeah. really interesting. Um and um I like I like what I really like actually what Manny Diaz said. And this is one thing I really like about Manny Diaz. He's he's smart, you know. He's very perceptive, um, and he he said that basically Mike Rumpf's strength was is dealing with people. Um, uh, you know, being a, a I, I don't want to say, being an ambassador. He didn't say the word ambassador. Yeah, but it's a recruiting. It's a recruiting thing. It's just when people come on campus, when players, uh, uh, parents, and stuff. But he, but Mike Rump, he said, there's, you know, no one who cares and loves the university, yeah. you know, as much as Mike Rump does, and is, and really, really does love UM, played for UM, and mm-hmm. knows a lot about it. And, um, but I. Yeah, you know, I'm sure that makes them kind
0: of feel bad about about yeah. coaching. Well, the, the kind of the the thing that stood out to me was when you asked Manny just why they made this change. Um, basically, it's pretty unusual. Um, and basically, all of his answers had to do with recruiting, right? It's not like you know, it's not okay. like it was like Demarcus. Van, you know, our cornerbacks were poorly coached, and we need Demarcus Van Dyke to handle the you know have a different style. Um, it was all about recruiting this entire move, which, you know, I think is what a lot of people expected. Miami did not recruit cornerbacks at the level that they probably should, considering the talent in South Florida. And um, he basically just thinks Demarcus Van Dyke is better as a. I think he used the term "closer," um, the guy who can go out to the schools and get these yes, guys did. locked in.
1: You're exact.
0: It's uh, true. So I mean, he did not talk about Demarcus Van Dyke, the coach, really at all. Um, and, you yeah, we don't know what he's going to be like as a coach, but... Um, so true. Yeah, I, think, I think
1: he's I, I Really, I do think that is the biggest question mark. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, and I think far- that, I mean, the, all these moves kind of have the common thread to me of it's all about recruiting for Manny, right? Like, these... Yeah. That's what you need to win. I mean, you look at the national championship this year is between Alabama and Ohio State, and they were like the two... They have, like, the two best recruited rosters, I think, ever, or two of, like, the top three or four ever in terms of, like, the most four-star, five-star kids. Um, yep. And, you know, Mike Rumpf has developed some guys really well at Miami. You know, Mike Jackson went from a three-star recruit to an NFL player. Uh, you know, Trajan Bandu was a three-star recruit who was an all-conference corner. Um, even, you know, you know, I think Al Blades has really improved year by year. Uh, to Corey Couch, yeah, obviously took a big leap, but you got it. Like, just imagine if instead of having Al Blades and DJ yeah. Ivy out there, you also had Patrick Sertan Jr. in the, in that backfield, who's the guy that Miami a was really a good finalist good point, for. Dave. Yeah, that's a very good point, Especially in the it's secondary, kind of... it's all about talent. I think. Yeah, it's kind of
1: interesting because well, but you still have to coach guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but talent. wins it's one of those positions where you, you know you just need a guy who can kind of run fast and cover. <laughs> There's not right. a whole lot of scheme. Um, there's technique. There's technique, obviously, but there's not a lot of scheme in the secondary.
1: Right. Well, I... I, I um, it's true. And it's kind of interesting when you think about, uh, you know, so DeMarcus Van Dyke, somebody has been, has been named a coach, and you're not really sure how he coaches.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: But you, it's so interesting. And then the other guy who maybe was a good coach, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I agree with you. The, when you think about it, the, the talent, his guys have played fairly well. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 it's kind of inverse, you know, but the, he, they put him.
0: Yeah, there's top. just a ceiling when you don't have, you know, Al Blades and DJ Ivy both could be, you know, NFL like level guys, you know they could have good senior or junior senior seasons and be third day right. NFL draft picks. Like that wouldn't be surprising. Um, but you know, there's there's a ceiling when you don't have a Patrick Sertan or a Tyson Campbell or Josh Job. You know, some of these potential first round cornerbacks who've Miami basically missed out on over the last couple of years that are from South Florida. Yeah.
1: Really true. I, I love that he did something. I love Manny is a doer.
0: Yes, that is. You know, there's no question that he's like trying to win, right? Like, that's yeah. that is, There's no doubt about that. He is like a tinkerer, a guy who knows what's wrong and, and tries to fix it. Um, and, you know, he did it. You know, the one spot he kind of maybe didn't do it at was that linebacker spot with when he kept Blake Baker. But even then, he, he made a change, um, and then was obviously able to make a second change when when the circumstances. Uh, presented itself uh, before we wrap up. Jess Simpson, uh, good to see him again. Yeah, it, it it was good to see him again,
1: and um, and I think he's he's going to do a great job.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's big. Um, I, obviously, they they're trying to replace all the defensive ends right now, um, but they've got some really good right. defensive tackles. And the one year he was here was that monster Jared Willis year. So right. like, it's and good good it time really to have someone watch. who really leans on their defensive tackle play.
1: Yeah, and they're they're very fortunate that Nesta Silvera and John Ford came back. Yeah, um, that's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna make everything you know a, a lot better.
0: Yeah, I'll so. tell you what, um, you know, I, neither of us are experts on like the nuances of playing defensive line, but uh, you know just obviously yesterday was signing day and we've been doing our all county. So I've been talking to like a lot of high school coaches the last couple of days. And, um, just like, can, you know, casual we'll talk about some of the, especially if they've got kids going to Miami, um, talk about some of like the coaching changes and you know, some of the, these defensive line guys, these defensive line coaches, right. like they worship Jess Simpson. <laughs> like they think he is so, That's such a good coach, which makes me think he's a good coach.
1: Oh yeah, I, I'm sure. And I mean, the guy, I, I, you know, he goes from he goes from Atlanta Falcons, <clears throat> excuse me, to UM and then back to the Falcons again.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the only reason he's not there is because the coaching change. Yeah,
0: he basically went from so. high school to the Falcons too. Like he was at Georgia Southern right. for like True. two months or three months or something. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: For a short amount of time. Yeah, that is kind of cool, right? Yeah. High school. I mean
0: basically high school I, I, to the NFL to Miami to the NFL back to Miami. Like that's pretty good. You've <laughs> gotta, you got to you got to figure it out. <laughs> that is pretty
1: good. And high school is uh, is obviously important. So,
0: yeah. I mean, he's always I've always thought he could be a really good recruiter in Georgia cuz theres you know, he's one of the best. You know, it would be like if um yeah, it'd be like if George Smith back in the day went to Miami, like, you know, like Florida coaches are going to respect exactly. the guy who's exactly. like, been the greatest, the winningest coach of all time. Like that That's basically Jess Simpson. So, um, Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Alright, let's finish up there. Uh, got any final thoughts? Finish
1: up there? That's, that's great. And also, tell people that uh, spring,
0: spring... Oh, right. Spring football, what is it? March, March 13th? We don't know when
1: the spring game is... Uh, that's to be determined. They have, they have to see some things, and we don't know anything else about spring. If we're allowed, probably not, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the spring game, I would
0: guess the spring game will have fans, but we don't know for I would sure. Guess it, but, so because the game's know, had it, but, fans, especially, especially if it's a hard run. The round. game.
1: Just,
0: yeah, it'll just be social dis- distancing, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting to note that they're being – they don't even really know when it's going to finish because they would like – right now the dead period is supposed to lift April 15th, and if that date doesn't get pushed back, it sounds like they want to get uh, some recruits at the spring game. So that's kind of a, a timeline to keep in mind. But yeah, um,
1: I think it will be. But once you're – I know this is running too long, but I think it will be pushed back, by the way. What do you think? We'll
0: see. I, I really don't know. If we've still got – they don't have to do it anytime soon. I would think we'll know – by the end of the month, but, um, it wouldn't surprise me if they finally lift it. Obviously they'd have to have I... a lot of rules in place, but, um, the trends are going in the right direction these days. So who knows? That's true. As someone who's getting married in May, I hope they lift it. Cause it'd be I mean things are going well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Details. Detail. <laughs> All right, let's finish there. Uh, You can follow Susan on Twitter at degnan. You can follow me on Twitter at dbwilson2. Probably take a couple weeks off here now that signing day is in the rear view. Uh, Should be be quiet around the Miami Hurricanes for a couple weeks. Uh, Baseball getting started in a few weeks. Maybe we'll do a baseball episode before that season gets started. Um, Or or maybe after the opening series against Florida, once we've actually seen what the team looks like good idea yeah um all right thanks as always for listening though and uh we will talk to you guys uh later on take care
1: everyone